Going off to college can be life-altering, especially for more inexperienced students. A first taste of freedom, independence, even love. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marian Winnick reviews two new novels about seeking and finding much more than a degree at university. Hi, Marian. Hi, Lisa. The Rachel Incident by Caroline O'Donoghue takes us to Cork, Ireland in 2009, the height of the economic recession and the end of Rachel Murray's college career. In her last semester, Rachel develops a huge crush on her Victorian literature professor, Dr. Fred Byrne. She also has a new best friend, James Devlin, her co-worker at a bookshop. He also becomes her roommate. Rachel and James scheme to hold a signing for Dr. Byrne's new book at the shop. But things go off course when Rachel walks in on Dr. Byrne and James making out in the stockroom after the event. James, who insists he's not gay. Byrne, who is married. Well, as they go on to conduct a passionate secret affair, Rachel fortunately manages to acquire a good-looking and solidly heterosexual boyfriend of her own. The plot thickens when Rachel asks her naughty professor to help her get an internship with his wife, who works in publishing, which he does. And the closer she gets to Deanie Byrne, the weirder everything feels. As Ron Charles points out in the Washington Post, it's the sustained insight of the Rachel incident that keeps the plot rushing forward. O'Donoghue has a sharp eye for the tumultuous life of a young woman struggling to figure out who she is and deep sympathy for that universal moment in every young person's life when they detach from any inherited kind of moral system and confront first lovers, first jobs, first deaths. She also gives us the satisfaction of closing the book with an update from 2022 when we learn how all these complicated lives have unfolded. O'Donoghue is an excellent writer. I hope she'll have the same luck with American readers as did her colleague, Sally Rooney. A similarly long story arc characterizes Farrell Covington and the Limits of Style, a gay love story for the ages by Paul Rudnick, one of the great comic voices of his generation, known for his work on Broadway and in Hollywood, adult and YA novels, and hilarious film criticism written under the pseudonym Libby Gelman Waxner in The New Yorker. Rudnick is famously unable to write a single sentence that isn't funny. The story begins in the 1970s when Nate Reminger, a gay Jewish kid from Piscataway, New Jersey, goes to Yale and meets Farrell Covington, scion of the third richest family in America. His lush, dewy handsomeness is such that it disconcerts everyone, even himself. He has a voice that sounds as if he were, quote, raised by a bottle of good whiskey and a crystal chandelier. Nate falls for Farrell, Farrell falls for Nate, they figure out how to have sex, and magic ensues. But just when Nate is getting used to living in la-la land as Farrell's consort, the evil and deeply homophobic Covington paterfamilias appears from Wichita to shatter his bliss. This is not the end of the relationship, but the beginning of the war, as every possible opponent to gay conjugal happiness takes its turn with the couple over a 50-year swath of the American cultural landscape. As you can guess, AIDS is among them. Much of Nate's story follows Rudnick's CV, though we're assured that Farrell Covington is a creature of his imagination. I guess he would have to be, as perfect as he is. Sigh. The books are The Rachel Incident by Carolyn O'Donohue and Farrell Covington and the Limits of Style by Paul Rudnick. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at WIPR.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick.